Go to Infendo.com and join our Discord and ask us a question. If Mario and Luigi were to do a podcast, it might sound something like this. Infendo Radio is on now. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this unusually somber... There it is. I was Thanks, Charlie Day. Um, yeah, welcome to... Luigi welcome just to, doesn't let Mario get a word in edgewise, does he? Welcome to Infendo <laughs> Radio, episode 660. Oh, my God. Um, welcome to the show, everybody. I knew he was going to do it, but then he didn't do it, and I thought, wow, I guess it's just going to be a chill, quiet episode. But, no. but nope! Here we Here are. He is. That'll teach me to criticize his choice in intros. Uh, welcome to the show. Uh, I'm going... In case you couldn't tell by Eugene and the other one, um, who's not making all the loud blaring noises. For once. Uh, other one, how you doing tonight? And where can the people find you? Um, I think I was the other one. Um, you can... Uh, you sure as hell undo- weren't Eugene. <laughs> I, can't, I can't remember. It's, 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 it's one of those nights. It's going to be one of those shows. I'm doing... Oh, I'm, I'm apparently not doing very well, according to the sound effects. Um, no, I'm doing okay. Um... Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at InfendoJustin and check out uh, thedisneyparkbench.com. Um, I've uh, got a new blog that should be going up uh, soon, and I have recently posted a uh, movie review of the original 1993 Super Mario Brothers movie you can check out. Um because that was released by Hollywood Pictures, which was a Disney subsidiary, so it counts. Of course, um, the review on the Disney Park Bench is a condensed version of the review that I wrote on Infendo.com, so be sure to check out the extended edition of my Super Mario Brothers movie review on that site as well. I honestly thought you were going to go with that's a condensed version. For the full version, visit my Patreon page where you can pledge <laughs> at the $20 See, that's, level. No. That's I have marketing. A, I have a Patreon, but I don't have enough followers for anybody to donate. So if you yeah. would like to, there is a link on the Disney Park, several links on the DisneyParkBench.com <laughs> if you would like to uh, to become a patron and get you some. You heard it here first. Get some, the full uh, articles. Yeah, get some get some uh, advanced access to stuff. All right. Well, Eugene, where are you getting your advanced access these days? Um, I am just chilling out in Fender.com. Um, that's where I do the things. Um, honestly, though, I've been spending a lot of time on TikTok lately, I hate to say. I've been toying around with the idea of opening up an Infendo TikTok account. I don't know what I would put on there, but um, yeah, I thought that might be fun. We'll see. Stay tuned. Maybe my uh, wild dreams will uh, turn into something. I don't know. Uh, Lucas, what are you... What are you ticking and talking? What's going on in your your world? Definitely not TikTok, that's for sure. No, uh, not much for me, honestly. Like, all of my social medias have been dead quiet, and that's the way I like it. So if you want to hear what I've been up to, watch this show. It's pretty much it right now. Um, Yeah, well, we've got a show for you. And uh, in the interest of expediency, I'm just going to get right to it here. There were a couple of trailers that dropped this week, and one of them we all saw, and the other one we didn't. So let's start by talking about the one that we didn't that, all see. That sounds like a prediction, but I think it's probably accurate. <laughs> yeah, let's start with the one that we didn't see, and then we'll move into the one we did see. Um, Justin may have been the only one who saw this first one. Pokemon Scarlet slash Violet got a trailer this week. Showed off a new Pokemon, as I understand it. It is Girafferig's evolution, so that's exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, Eugene has seen the Pokemon, and that's it, because he has not watched the trailer. I have not even seen the Pokemon. I just heard its name spoken once to me by Steve in a dream. Which Justin, Steve, did you actually watch the trailer? I did not. Um, Excellent. My, my, <laughs> my, interest, my interest in Pokemon has drastically waned. Um, I will probably someday play... Uh, Legends Arceus again, but 
um, I don't foresee myself getting sucked into another Pokemon game for the foreseeable so, future. So as we know, I am contractually obligated to speak for Eugene. Um, so I will speak for <laughs> both of us when I say that our interest has not waned, but in fact, we are already so on board for Scarlet and Violet that we just don't want to spoil ourselves with more trailers. You know, we want to yeah. go into this game blind. So yeah, so I, so that's my reason. I learned my, my lesson. My once and for all with Pokemon, mm-hmm. the Poke Dojo or whatever it was called with with Brawl, yeah. I, I feel like that killed my uh, experience with the game. Smash because, Dojo. Like, yeah, thank you. Whatever it was called, Smash yeah. Dojo. Because uh, yeah, I knew oh everything. no, same. I knew Wouldn't it have everything. been fun to have gone into a Smash Brothers game not knowing all the characters? Like mm-hmm. that's the whole reason the DLC is so exciting these days because it's like, right. oh wow, somebody we don't know about, and then the internet spoils that like five characters in advance and you right. know, ruins the whole thing. Yeah, no, I um I remember when Pokemon Sun and Moon came out with the Alola regions and everything, there was only one Alola variant that I didn't know about before the game came out, and that was uh, Geodude. Every mm-hmm. other Alolan Pokemon I had seen in trailers or through news and stuff, and I am dead set on trying to go into this one with as little information as possible, because I already know I'm going to get it. I already yeah. know I'm going to love it, so like, why why ruin more of those experiences for me by seeing stuff at a time, you know? So right yeah cool yeah well that's the trailer none of us that's watched so let's talk about the trailer we all did watch and the one yeah. that's actually talking about the super mario brothers movie is hey, coming let me, let, let me go first here because screw the internet i don't know why they're mad oh like, dude yeah big same big same go ahead like like what the hell this was so cool i i was yeah. expect i went in with like the lowest expectations honestly uh-huh. i was like oh, okay this is illumination film it's probably not gonna look that great and it looks amazing i and, don't understand like, why everyone is saying chris pratt didn't put any effort into the mario voice because yeah. admittedly we didn't hear that much of it but it just sounded like he was doing kind of like a throwback brooklyn accent mario right. like he was like the mushroom kingdom you know it sounded like the kind of thing mm-hmm. you'd hear in like the old cartoons and he looks mm-hmm. like he's from the old like to me it just it felt like what would it, it felt like the natural progression of like you watch the mario brothers super show and then this movie came out like in the same year kind of thing like if, if sure. that was you know like i don't know it, it just seemed fine the only one that didn't really seem to have like like jack black he still sounded like jack black to me i knew it was jack black but he was at least trying to do a little kind of like though. cartoony voicey thing um the, the first couple of lines that that he that he did didn't quite yeah. sound as much like him as yeah. later when he yeah then he got a little darker and yeah more interesting luigi we only really heard like a scream but he just straight up sounded like charlie day so i'm curious yeah. to hear what he sounds like because <laughs> but i right have now, to watch so it great. again because i didn't i i don't remember my thoughts on luigi which i liked it yeah, yeah. i mean I'm i for it i mean the movie looks like it's going to be at least you know an entertaining way to spend you yeah. know a hundred minutes mm, um yeah. and I, it doesn't look bad um as far as the voices like we really aside from like a couple of lines from bowser we really haven't heard anybody say anything of note like mm-hmm. mario didn't speak a single complete sentence as is typical in the games mm-hmm. um like you said we only heard luigi make noises um but, I mean, it looks like it's going to be cute and funny yeah, and I, entertaining. I so, you I, know, the the worst thing we get is an okay movie that's fun to watch. I think mm-hmm. it's just going to be another, which is exactly what I figured it was going to be, another 7 out of 10, like Sonic the Hedgehog, sure. uh, Pokemon, Detective Pikachu, like, like that kind of movie that, like, you go and you watch it and you say, yeah, that was really cute. And if it wasn't an IP that I was already in- immensely familiar with, like, it'd probably just be any other animated movie. But because it's one that I actually care about, that notches it up to like, you know, yeah, I'm going to buy this and rewatch it in another year. Kind of, you know, that kind of thing. It, like in, yeah. in my way of rating movies, it's the difference between a three out of five and a three and a half out of five. Like yeah, the, yeah. the fact that I have a vested interest in these characters yeah. and situations yeah. makes the movie more enjoyable. It's already me. more interesting. Yeah, yeah exactly. even though the yeah, movie itself might not be great. 
I, I yeah. don't need this to win any Academy Awards or anything, you know? It'd be like, great if I it did. did, you know? Like, sure. It would be nice yeah. to be pleasantly surprised and find out that this is, like, the video game movie to end all video game movies. Now, what but... I really want to talk about with this movie is the canon of Mario discovering the mushroom. No, no, I'm kidding. What I really want to talk about in this movie is how many people the were complaining. The timeline. Right from the beginning, people had been complaining that, like, oh, they robbed Charles Martinet of his voice acting job and right. da 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 I, I don't know if I'm the only one that feels this way or if there's, like, a group online that feels this way. He would have been so annoying if he just did his regular Mario yeah. voice. That yeah, would have been is... so boring and grating after, like, two minutes. Like, I understand the yeah. Chris Pratt hate train, but, like, you can't have that voice for a character. It just it doesn't work in the long term, you know? Well, exactly. Like, I mean, there was the, perhaps, the option. Like, we've heard... Charles Martinet kind of toned down, down the, the, the yeah, when he has he, to deliver a lot yeah. of lines. Sure. Yeah, yeah. But it's still, and the other thing of it is, um, this version of Mario is going back to the whole he came to the Mushroom Kingdom from Brooklyn. So yeah. you yeah. know, whereas you know Charles Martinet just when he went into for his in, in, yeah. I, you know, went in for his audition, he heard Italian and went with Italian, even though they were looking for that Brooklyn accent. So, yeah. like, yeah, Chris Pratt seems to be kind of going back to that Brooklyn, which works for the character. I don't know. Well, Just wait well, until the, a real trailer comes out with actual dialogue. You know, well, it reminds me again. It reminds me of the old cartoons, you know, and that whole like yeah. that, like that, that kind of Mario. Like that's what it feels like. Well, and, and Mario looks a little off from how he looks in like the games, which is nice because I you don't want looks, him to just look like he's. I do too. Like I think he looks good. Yeah, I, I think but, it like, looks it's great. A, like I yeah. love but the it's detail. A, but it's a different look, you know. Like the shape For is sure. just a little off and a little different, and it kind of reminds me of like watching like the cartoons and stuff. Like you. It's the same with like the Sonic stuff. Like, yeah, they could have done like a shot-for-shot retelling of like Sonic Adventure and Sonic Adventure Two and stuff in the Sonic movies, but they didn't do that. They made the character look a little different. They gave him a new origin story. They gave him a new universe, and and like that all works for that movie because it doesn't have to like supplement an already existing storyline. It has to be its own thing, and I think that's what this movie is trying to do as well, right? It's, it's so not going to be we're like that yeah. this week, but last week we were poo-pooing on Resident Evil for doing exactly the opposite. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's it's weird, right? Like there are things where you care about that and things where you don't. I don't. Know, I guess sure. it just comes down to Mario's like Mario's never had a lore, though, right? Like what yeah, is nothing, exactly. nothing serious. It's basically, you know, been retelling been like, the same story in every yeah. game with slightly different like set pieces for you know thirty years, thirty yeah, some well, odd the, years. The, the plot of Mario never really gets more developed than a game like, I guess, Super Mario Odyssey, which tries to tell, like, the vaguest of tales, right? And, I, well, I guess if you really want, like, hard Mario lore, the Paper Mario series is pretty good for that. If you want a Mario game that tells a story, play the first three Paper Mario games. Or the first three Mario and sure. Luigi games. Both solid options. But, you know, they're all in their own little universes anyway. So, yeah, no, it looks good. It looks, it looks cute. It looks fun. I'm, I'm looking I'm forward watch to it. watching it. My yeah, uh, yeah, my my, it. It my final thoughts on it are: Heather saw the trailer and um, she thought it looked cool, and she wanted to watch it. So that tells me that hey, somebody a little bit outside the video game sphere thinks that it looks well. Exactly, and not just my somebody. Wife, a my girl. wife watched it. <laughs> my my wife went out of her way to watch it, which surprised me. Like she she came home from work and said, "So did you see it?" And like even she said, "You know, it looks like it's gonna be a cute movie." Like you know, and mm -hmm. and. Mm -hmm she cares nothing about video games or mario or any of that so mm -hmm. i mean kind of like the detective pikachu movie if this was something that can you know attract her attention then you know that's that says something that's what nintendo wants they want these non-gamers to go see the mario movie exactly. and then yeah. buy a you know nintendo switch and play the games you know oh my god how so, many yeah. switches is this movie gonna sell uh, like, legit though. just wait till they come out with a super mario brothers movie game Oh my God! Super Mario Brothers. It's gonna be a fighting game. game with with uh, you know. <laughs> yeah. I would buy that. Actors <laughs> as somebody as somebody who put way too much time putting like hyper realistic yeah. Mario characters into Soul Calibur Six. I would buy that game in a heartbeat. They they needed to get Chris a stand Pratt. in because you know Bob Hoskins died. Yes. and Dennis Hopper sure. died. So. <laughs> Chris, Pratt Chris Pratt as Mario. Mario. 
I want Chris Pratt's Mario in Smash now. I want that. You know somebody's going to mod that. Somebody's going to do the skin and the voice, and that's going to be a whole. You know that's going to be a thing. Yeah, no, I um, I'm I'm excited. I'm you know I'm not I'm not like like saving the date or anything. When it comes out, I'll watch it. You know, like I did with all the other video game movies. But we've we've entered a decent period for video game movies. I feel like yeah. there's just this there's this there's period of just like video game movies are fun again. You know, they're not just like cringe fest. Uh, you know, money grabs. So. Video games yeah, have I really watched, I finally watched the though, Sonic you know? the Hedgehog yeah, movie, it's and true. it was. It was enjoyable. So, like, yeah. like I said, if, if Mario is as enjoyable as Sonic was, then, you know, you got to yeah. hit on your hands. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, it's an agreement. We all approve, which means, Nintendo, go ahead and finish Three working on this up. movie. We give you our permission to uh, to make this thing. So make it good. Um, we're going to kind of pivot real early and to change the system because we all got some things we got to talk about. So Most I'm going to let... I'm gonna let um, I'm gonna let Eugene go first tonight. I think Eugene, you All ready right. to, to change some systems? Yeah, let's talk about Pokemon Go. Um, so there's been a couple of events coming up. Oh yes, yeah, I need to get in so. on that. That oh uh, man, uh, that November event. And I'm. Shoot. Pretty sure they heard all the complaints because like the internet's just kind of been mad at Pokemon Go lately, you know. Well, from Pokemon this- Go has kind of sucked lately. Let's be real. Yeah. Like they made it good and then they made it bad, and now it's just like it's weird, right? Like things yeah, are like weird. The- from the fact that incenses don't really work the way they used to anymore, mm-hmm. to the fact that they're not giving away the free daily boxes anymore. Like a lot of people are just like kind of okay, uh, I'm moving on. But now. Dratini is coming to as a community day. So November fifth. Like, I need to get on that. I I do need... too. I've had a lifelong dream of having a shiny female Dragonair, and this is my chance to make that dream a reality. And I'm gonna do it. I need that pink Dragonair girl. I need her bad. Uh-huh. But don't uh-huh. ever, don't ever evolve it into that ugly green Dragonite. Don't you now dare. See, there's room in my heart for Green Dragonite, but that has to be a different one, and probably a male, if I'm being honest. Yeah, so. yeah, totally. But uh, yeah, no, I'm uh, I'm all the way hyped for that event. I hope yeah. that they're not so stingy with the shinies because they have been very, very much so lately. I think that's, that's okay. I'll be... just play it all day. Just do that, it all day. Well, that's what I was gonna say. That's an event for sure that I'm. We're gonna be playing all day. We're gonna be out oh, at yeah. the park, you know, like uh-huh. doing the thing. So yeah. should be fun. Yeah. Um, I do want to talk about a game that I should be wrapping up here pretty soon in Deathloop. Um, uh, okay. No spoilers, but like, man, I it is a really good game. I'm really enjoying the story. I'm really enjoying yeah. the um, like uh, the time loop aspect of it. Give me time mm-hmm. travel in a game or a movie or a TV yeah. show, and I'm like all the way in. I just love that crap. I just it, eat it all the way up. Nom 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 nom. Now, it's uh, it's so fun. Are you like me though? Do you feel like there was a big missed opportunity to make the game like truly open world? Because I would have sure. liked like like the 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 one thing that bugged me was that like you go to one area during like morning mm-hmm. and then an area during afternoon and each one is like its own little segmented level. I kind of mm-hmm. wanted to like have to sprint across the map and be like, "Oh crap, the scientist is going to be in the science center in the afternoon. Sure. I got to get like Majora's Mask style kind of stuff, you know, like yeah. yeah, I think that that was a little bit of a missed opportunity. I think that the way that they um, built the game, though, that would have made it a l- really hard. Yeah, you know, oh, like for in the sure. Afternoon, yeah. it gets like snowy and stuff. Uh huh. So, like, yeah, yeah. Know. No, um, definitely. But that would have escalated it for me from like an eight to like a ten. Sure. And yeah. If they, if they could have gone a little bit more Jorah's Mask with it, right? Like, it's like, okay, like, I uh, am physically fighting the clock, you know? That would have been interesting. But regardless, I'm really enjoying this game. I, I The thing that I am liking the most about it is honestly just learning about the backstories and yeah. how, how effed up all these people are, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it's really good. And then there's the... You've beaten it, right? Yeah. So there's the one twist, and I saw it coming a mile away. But the way that they introduced you're talking it, about the relationship between the yeah. two main characters, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I saw that coming, yeah. but the way that they did it, I was like, oh yeah, okay, this is cool. Like I'm digging mm-hmm. it, you know. So uh, I'll be yeah. really curious to see what happens when you get to the end of the game because I'm yeah. on the um, final day, so I've gotten all the I've gotten all of my. Um, 
so if those of you who haven't played it, um, the the object of the game is basically to kill all of these people called visionaries to end the loop. Because if you kill all the visionaries, then you can end this time loop somehow. Mm -hmm. um, and you have to do like you have to do certain things like um, you know something in the morning might affect something in the evening type of thing there's a lot of things that you have to figure out to find yeah. a way to kill all these yeah, I think, like eight if you visionaries all in like if you sabotage the fireworks in the morning then they can't do the fireworks show and they have to move it to the ballroom so then you get like that kind of thing yeah right exactly yeah it's uh, um, it, it's very cool. Like I'm, I'm really digging it a lot. I'm really sad that I'm going to be ending my time with it soon. Yeah. I might play a little bit as Juliana, but I'm not really there for the multiplayer. So I'm, I'm pretty yeah. sure that's not going to be my jam. Um, but yeah, No Man's Sky is super fun. Um, really excited that it's on Game Pass. I think if you even have like the Xbox regular, like the Xbox One or whatever, or Xbox Series, wait, Xbox. God, I hate the naming of these consoles. If you have, like, the Xbox One or the Xbox One X, mm -hmm. I think you can still play these games via, like, the streaming. But um, I think it's a series exclusive or on the PlayStation as well. Get it. It's fun. Like, I, it's nothing but praise for Deathloop. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much all that I've been playing. Let me think. No, yeah, not really anything that I want to talk about quite yet. I put a few minutes here or there into a couple of other things. I'm um, working on a project in VR that is um, turning out to be something that is a lot harder than I thought. I, I'm trying to turn um, a bunch of DOS games into VR for some reason because, like, there's hmm. a there's a DOS uh, launcher that you can add to your oculus and i was like hell i used to play a bunch of dos games i'll, I'll play i'll play solitaire in vr why not but i can't for some reason i can't get it to launch so uh, yeah that's <laughs> that's my life um playing games from the 1980s uh what, what you guys been playing all right well i'll uh i'll jump in next i guess because i'm pretty much just going to talk about one game and i think it's the same game justin's going to be talking about so I'll i've get the pretty much rolling. only got I've pretty much only got two, so uh, we'll, I'll segue off of your one. <laughs> Sounds good. Yeah, I'm trying to think if there's anything else I've been playing before I, I dive in here. Um, obviously, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, that's been on my list. Uh, they just announced the first DLC character, and it's a really good choice, and I'm really excited, so that's really cool. Um, Steve and I have been doing just the tiny bit of of monster hunter when we when we can not a ton of time because now steve gets up at like 6 a.m for his job and i've been super busy and stuff so we get in like one a week kind of thing where we've been getting together we're actually doing that tomorrow night but um just slowly inching my way toward 100 so i can fight the super secret super final boss before all the post game dlc final boss stuff comes out but uh you know that's that's been happening and then um i actually picked up um near automata but i have not played it yet so that exists in my library but is that on yeah. switch yeah came out on switch what? like last week I yeah i did not know that yeah, and contrary to rumors that somebody, I want to say Steve, asked me about, it is not a cloud game, it is just a game. So, you know, that yeah, that exists, and I've been waiting Man, for it some time. Man, that's, that's, that's going to get me tempted to buy that one, but I still want to yeah. get uh, Splatoon, so I don't know. I don't yeah, know. Splatoon exists, too. Yeah. No, I've been... Well, um, to be fair, look at how much we've all dropped off on it. Like, we knew sure, we would, you know? Sure, sure, sure. I've been yeah. just trying to play through all these other Game Pass games, quite yeah. honestly. You know, it's like, why... I, but I... Uh, why why spend $60 when I have all these games for free? It's really hard to justify mm -hmm. buying new games right now, you know? So. Speaking about uh, games that we already own and rebuying them and replaying them, uh, I did get Skyrim Anniversary Collection. I turned it on for a minute because I heard that there are horrible bugs and I wanted to test them. Uh, some people <laughs> said that the frame rates are like atrocious in certain cities. So I went to those certain cities and I didn't really notice anything, but that could just be my overwhelming inability to notice frame rate dips. So I, I don't know, but nothing horrible happened to me. The game didn't crash unexpectedly. The game didn't like chunk up. So yeah, I played it a little bit and didn't notice any major performance differences. Um, I did see a few of the new features, but I didn't play enough of it to really dive into everything it added. But yeah, I also yeah. bought the expansion uh, for it because 
you know, someday I'll finish that mm -hmm. game. <laughs> yeah, I would have dove into it if not for the fact that I dove into another open world game that I'm going to talk about <laughs> now. Oh. Which is called No Man's Sky. <laughs> open oh, world, open solar galaxy. system, open galaxy. <laughs> so I really like this game, <laughs> and I'm really happy I tried it. Oh, my God. So, um, so yeah, I, I think pretty much everybody that's listening to this probably already knows what No Man's Sky is. But for those of you who don't, mm -hmm. no shame. I didn't either. Um, it's a big old open world game. There's a little bit of crafting and building and stuff involved and research resource gathering and item management and stuff and you go from planet to planet getting closer and closer to it seems like the main story mission quote unquote is to get to the center of the galaxy not unlike spore a game i like in this one too quite a bit um i told eugene before the show this game kind of reminds me of if spore was really good which admittedly looking back on it, it wasn't as good as my childhood brain made it seem. Um, same concept of like galaxy hopping and going from place to place, exploring new planets. Really cool. Um, so yeah, I booted in in survivor difficulty, which is a little bit harder than like the normal sandboxy mode because I wanted to try like a bit of a challenge. Um, item space is more limited, so you can only hold so much of each item and, and kind of like, you know, oh no, I already have a hundred bits of oxygen and if I get any more, I can't get carbon and then I can't make this thing I need to make kind of stuff. So um, that's the thing. Also, when I die, I lose everything that's not in my ship. So when I accidentally was trying to build a warp drive and fell off a mountain, I lost all my progress and had to not only fix my suit, but then get all the materials again to refabricate my suit. So I've been kind of enjoying that. Um, the game actually has a really cool option for like difficulty scaling where you can go into each individual feature and change what you want. So it's oh, like, cool. oh, yeah, I, I, I don't feel... I just discovered that um, yeah, it's last nice, night right? the night before. Um, yeah, it's cool, actually. Yeah, and, and like there are three like primary settings there's normal mm -hmm. mode there's survival mode and there's permadeath mode basically yeah, it's yeah. like i think it's called creative mode and oh there's so, that too yeah. yeah yeah so creative obviously you don't have to worry about the survival normal has it kind of like a lot of games where if you die but can get back to the place where you died you can reclaim all of a your graveyard yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then and then uh, you know survival is what Lucas is describing. So those mm -hmm. have presets, but you can go in to all of those presets and adjust them so that um, you know maybe you want to play in survival, but you don't want to lose all your stuff. You can go in and, yeah. and change that, or you can change like how much damage everything does. Really, like customizable. You can like play this game exactly how you want everything like the amount of energy that you burn when you use like your jetpack and stuff how quickly things like radiation or high heat and stuff That's affect you pretty, when you go into a planet cool. how quickly you gain um affinity with all the different like alien races and stuff and like everything is changeable I, and you can I, even make uh, the game super easy and turn off losing your stuff altogether if you don't even want to do like dark souls style which is i nice. I, I really appreciate that because that stuff yeah. used to be like cheat menu type stuff or like debug menu mm -hmm. type of stuff back in the day you know like that's yeah. really cool i'm yeah. definitely all for options you know let yeah. let me let me have fun with your game and because that's what it's really there for yeah and i love like i was telling eugene and we we all know this we've heard the show before i love being like punished for failing in a game like it feels good to know like as i'm hurtling toward death crap if i don't fix this there are real consequences it makes the death that much more like impactful There's to me so there's also a mode that you can play, by the way, where if you die, it deletes your game yep. save. So, yeah, it's, <laughs> like, it's, it's like just it gone. can be that hardcore if you want. Yeah, it to be. if you want that, you know, which I enjoy in Fire Emblem, but not in this game. Yeah. Um, so yes. let me give my experience here because I don't know how typical my experience was for a No Man's Sky playthrough. I imagine probably pretty, but um, I found it incredibly bizarre my first time through. I actually started getting a little frustrated. Part of that was, I think, because I was on survivor difficulty. But um, I started off on a planet that had like a toxin thing going on, like mm. a radiation thing. So um, I, I basically just pop into the world and it's like, you're dying you of radiation poisoning. <laughs> And I'm like, holy crap, what do I do? What do I do? So I ran around in circles for a couple minutes, couldn't figure it out. And then it's like, okay, you need, look, you need to get to this thing and build this thing. And I'm like, okay, well, I guess I got to figure that out. So I spent like three tries 
trying to maximize my efficiency to run to my broken ship so I could like follow the tutorial and do what I needed to do. Finally did that. Then I started gathering supplies and it's like, okay, now you need oxygen. I'm like, there is nothing on this planet that provides oxygen. I don't know what I'm supposed to do. Wandering around this map, finding little plants and caves and little trees that have oxygen. Finally got off the map and then I hadn't died for like, like a good like 10 hours in game and then i fell off a cliff like an idiot <laughs> yeah but oh my god I love so it. I, i'm gonna i'm gonna cut in here for, for yeah, a minute we'll chat back and forth yeah sure. so i first played no man's sky on the xbox one and i talked about it on the show like a year whatever ago whenever it was i played it and my first experience with no man's sky was very similar except mm -hmm. i think i died of exposure to whatever the planet threw at me about mm -hmm. three times before i finally figured out oh okay if i if i shoot this rock it gives me you know something that i can use and if i pick up this plant i can yeah. keep myself alive a little bit longer and yep. then um i finally discovered oh look there's a ship over there and when you get in the ship it actually protects you from the environment and it and, once and it reach... increases your like your shield defense so it yeah. goes back up kind of thing yeah so nice. once yeah. you reach the point where you find the ship everything gets quite a bit easier but there's still that mm -hmm. survival element of i have no supplies i have no base the only thing yeah. that i have to protect me is a ship that won't run and you know, you have to... Yeah, right. there's a lot of survival yep. elements to the first few hours of the game that the first time I played, I did not get... It took me a long time to get the hang of. It It really is like a trial-by-fire kind of experience. Yeah, like it just drops not, you on a planet that's immediately killing you. <laughs> and it's not, in, it's, not, it's not indicative of the rest of the game because once you start getting, like, you know, you'll, you'll easily start to amass a number of, like, batteries that charge all of the things on your suit. You'll start mm -hmm. to get, like, power-ups for your suit that make you last longer. But then at any time, especially if you play on a difficulty like mine, you can die, and if you happen to be, like, poorly managing your items, you lose all that stuff. And then, like, right when I died, I was like, crap, I'm right back where I started, where I have no way to keep myself alive on this planet. Like mm. I got to go back it's, to the ship and hit up a very space station and go shopping. Like, yeah, mm. it, it really is, and it's not um, like cubed. Like everything is doesn't exist in little like boxes and stuff. It's very organic, but there is a lot of like even to the point where before the show, um, I was on this one planet that I love. Like it's become my favorite planet that I've been to so far. But the one downside is it has boiling hot rain every now and then, <sighs> and I was walking really <laughs> far away from my ship. And all of a sudden, it's 200 degrees, and the rain is burning through my suit. So I have to dig myself a little tunnel and curve it in a way where the rain won't hit me. And I just kind of camped out there while I was talking to Eugene, waiting for the show to start. Tonight. So, like, you know, there's, there is that level of, like, Minecraftiness to mm -hmm. it where it's like, oh, crap. But, but man, it's just so much fun. I have set up now... Um, because I found a couple of really cool planets. I found a hexagon planet in my starting solar system, mm -hmm. which is like a unique planet because I got like an achievement for discovering that. Then I found another one that's called like a glitched world or something that has these mm. like pillars of light shooting out that I love. And then I found this like vacation home planet that I've been hanging out on with the acid rain. So on <laughs> each one of those now, I've built like a, I, either I've gone into a cave or I've built a little base, like a little house to live in or something. And I've put portals in them so I can portal jump from like planet mm. to planet so all the planets I that i really a love portal yet so yeah I really... all the planets i love i'm creating a portal system for so i can get back to them because you can also apparently get pets like there's animals you can tame oh yeah i see you can that... like like feed yeah them, i don't know but... i don't know how yet but i there's one that i really want on the paradise <laughs> planet so i put a portal up on a mountain right next to where they spawn and i'm like okay when I can get you, I'm coming back for you because you're my favorite thing ever. So like, is you know. there any like combat in this game, or is it all just kind of like sort yeah. of like there are certain animals on on planet. Like every planet has at least one creature that's hostile towards you, mm. and it'll come charging at you. And if you don't, you know, kill it yeah. or run I away from it, found... it will kill you. But you just I shoot it with like found your any of them yet. Okay, see, I usually find one, at least one yeah. on every planet. But All you, you basically use the same gun that you mine with to shoot it. 
and then it'll die and you'll get you know whatever yeah yeah and it's you know if you shoot it in the side it does some damage if you shoot in the head it does even more damage and then it dies and you get like the parts of it to in your inventory so yeah there's combat but but not really like you're not like it's not dark souls and that you have to like memorize patterns and all that but things are are going to try to kill you (laughs) there are also these super obnoxious sentinel drones that are on i have not when you said sentinels i had no idea what you were talking about. dude every planet i've been to has sentinels and they're the most obnoxious thing ever so they are these drones that fly around and observe you and if you happen to be gathering any resources while they're watching you they will become hostile and attack you in like a wave pattern where oh i've killed one now there's two. Oh, I killed those two. Now there's four. They oh, can no. attack you in space. They can attack you on the ground. Now, I will say the space <laughs> battles, I immediately souped up my gun to be like as good as I could get it. And I didn't worry at all about my shield. Haven't I've been killing pirates. Battle. I've been killing pirates left and right. Like every time <laughs> I go into space, a pirate's like, hey, give me your money. And I'm like, screw you, buddy. And then I just blow them up and everybody loves me and I get free stuff. So, <laughs> so I am, um, I'm going full bounty hunter. But yeah. I did discover uh one thing on the planet where i got my hyperdrive plans right yeah. outside the base where the plans were stored was a biological horror um <laughs> so there were these eggs just kind of sitting on the ground oh, I and i'm I like huh i wonder what this actually, is and i yeah. touched one of them and exploded into all these like monsters See, i didn't I touch them do. because they looked horrifying <laughs> <laughs> so i had to hide in my ship until they ran away um, this God. game, um, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna jump right right into mine. Yeah, like this game is, is has become my obsession. I've completely so forgotten about good. forgotten about uh, uh, Animal Crossing at this point. This game is going to be my uh, Breath of the Wild. Like I can already I was tell. Like, Eugene, that's what Lucas yeah, said. This like, is my like I, yeah. I told Eugene before you got here. I understand now how you like a game that's essentially just nothing. Yeah. Because this game is like everything and nothing at the same time. You know. Yeah, it and is I didn't all like, like that in Breath the of the Wild. But that I happened like that. to you that 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 didn't happen to anybody else. Like right, the feeling, right, right, right. the feeling of like finding out that the planet is about to have like a freezing cold that will kill everything in sight, and running to your ship and getting inside <laughs> and being nestled in your nice warm ship while you watch like freezing winds tear through the planet is so satisfying <laughs> i love it so much man like it's so good it yeah. it, it is it is great and you know like it, so like i said i first played this game on the xbox one and i really got hooked on it when i played it but mm-hmm. i knew that i was never going to devote any time to it as long as it was tethered to the tv because i only get to yeah. play on the tv like one or two nights a week yeah um so as soon as they announced it for the Switch, I said, if this is a playable version of the game, then I am definitely getting it mm-hmm. because, and I've already devoted so many hours to it since yeah. it came out because yeah. I just, I'm just obsessed with it. Um, it was 40 bucks, right? It's, it's not a full price game. Is that correct? Or is it 60? I don't even I want to say it's 60, but um, oh, okay. I'm not looking at the price right now. So. Um, I will I will confirm or deny Sounds that. Sounds like it for would be worth the sixty dollars, though. It's I will it's definitely get sixty dollars yeah. worth out of this game. Well, um, and the thing that's so cool about it is like everyone's experience is unique. Like, yeah, if you follow the main like quote unquote story, mm-hmm. you're kind of all going through the same path, right? You're being guided to what seems to be like the center of the universe, where you will uncover some truth or whatnot. But like, mm-hmm. you don't have to do that at all. Like, as soon as I got like warp drive and I could go from from universe universe to universe like star system to star system i just started exploring like i went in a completely opposite direction i was like i just want to i just want to see the game for a while you know and when i get sick of planet hopping i'll go back to like you know my primary mission or whatever but it's it just is, so satisfying to just see things it is a 60 dollar game but i mean if sure. you know like like lucas and i said if you really like that kind of immersive uh, gameplay and exploration, survival, and all that. Like, like you'll get your sixty dollars yeah. worth of it. Now, um, captivating. Yeah, like it, it is. It is crazy. Like I'm, I'm just loving this game. I've discovered so much about it that I never got around to. Like I didn't even get to uh, having a hyperdrive uh, when I played it on the Xbox One. So that's a whole Dude. new 
you know, thing that I've discovered. And I tried to make it to a different solar system without a hyperdrive. For a oh while. no! I um, I turned on like the the max speed, and I just flew it straight for like an hour, <laughs> and I couldn't find anything. And then I was like, "Well, guess I'm gonna watch YouTube videos and fly home." And like that sucked. I don't. Yeah, I don't know if it's even possible. Uh, I mean, maybe it is, but um, I don't think it is because every time you jump, you go into like a loading screen. Yeah, like, yeah, it's like a system. yeah, yeah. It's kind of yeah, like I'm pretty sure you can't, but I was gonna try, you know. <laughs> if there was a way, you were gonna find it. it mm-hmm. But it is such an intriguing game. Now, uh, like my main concern um, when it came out on Switch was performance, and I know, like Lucas said, like he he doesn't notice this stuff, and you know, like if you are obsessed with you know like graphical fidelity and game performance and all that and you're used to playing no man's sky on a more powerful system you mm-hmm. might have issues with it um from what i've understand the frame rate is capped at 30 the resolution is capped at 720 it does you know, either either or both can dip when a lot is going on. I have definitely noticed significantly pop, significant pop in. Like if you're flying your ship around a planet really fast, and you know just looking for something. Oh um, yeah, yeah. Like you don't like, want to like you don't want to fly low to the ground. On yeah, a exactly. Like sure. yeah, it's you, horrible. Sure. Yeah, if you're looking for like a specific building that that you've got tagged, you'll see the building pop in and then a couple seconds later all the trees and rocks and everything will pop in so you yeah, really have to be yeah, careful yeah, when yeah. you're landing stay in the sky yeah, yeah. When, when you're landing you really have to make sure but like that's really like it's a minor inconvenience because you know like i said that nothing is like actively trying to destroy you most of the time um and when you're on the ground exploring especially if you're playing in handheld like it looks and plays well enough to get the job done. Like, I have not noticed it being an issue at all. I haven't played it on the TV yet. I might try that tonight. But as a handheld game to just be doing while you're doing something else, yeah. there's not a whole crap ton of dialogue or things to read. So you don't have to worry about it distracting you from a show or anything like that. And there's... most of the things you read, you can't understand anyway. <laughs> yeah, okay, can I? Yeah, okay, real quick. Thing. Yeah, you have Real a language quick, yeah. you have to learn. <laughs> three languages. So every so there's three major alien species in the game. Each one speaks their own language, and every time you encounter a new one, you get to learn one word from them. And literally, there are a ton of words in these languages. So like I was telling Eugene, um, I I the, there's like the robot people and the lizard people and the like the big buff Klingon dudes that want to kill everything. <laughs> and I've barely spoken to the big buff dudes, and I kind of am talking talking to the lizard people but i started out in an area that is very much robot controlled so like everybody that i've sure. talked to is those robots so now when they speak it's like traveler blah 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 <laughs> is blah 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 trading blah blah, blah. i'm like oh, oh my interesting. god you know the same words i do <laughs> yeah yeah i know it's, it's, and like so i'll so i'll like i'll learn these words and start interacting with them and you actually start to like like there's a lot of like um, that Skyrim-esque kind of like learning through playing kind of thing. So like you can go into like the the main center thing and decode a message, and it talks about how like when they're born, they they interact with like the older ones and like replace them and stuff. And I guess the robot people are kind of like a hive mind, so they like when when one of them dies, another goes into their body and stuff. And you're mm-hmm. like reading this data and like kind of like like I could go on Wikipedia and just read everything about these species. But it, it's so it reminds much more me. A lot of like the deleted in game. You know, it reminds me a lot of the logs of in Metroid Prime, where oh, you, sure. you you find something, yeah. you scan it, and it gives you yeah. a little bit of lore that you don't really need, but it's fascinating and kind of yeah. gives gives your 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 story more meaning. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, was yeah. worried that three species didn't feel like enough, but I feel like there's a lot of like I, I looked at the at the like glossary of things you can unlock. There's like 700 archives to read from like wow. these three species and stuff, and like yeah, no, it, there's a lot of there's a lot I'm of. I'm happy to for this uh, game dev because they were like a little indie group, right? And then the, when the game yeah, first I think launched, they really overpromised. Yeah, yeah, notoriously, it was like yeah, yeah, kind of I, which is why I tried it out on type of scenario. 
mm-hmm. which is why I tried it out on Game Pass, because I remember when it first launched, there were performance issues, there was kind of a lack of content, and, mm-hmm. and you know, just nothing really worked I'm right, ha- and I'm they've happy spent I waited. years ironing it out, and I think it's almost yeah. perfect now. Yeah, I'm happy I waited, because this was my first experience with it, and I had always just kind of chalked this game up to, like, this is a bad game, I've heard this mm-hmm. is a bad game, but, kinda you same. know, this kind of kind of defeats the Miyamotoism of like a bad game is bad forever kind of thing like clearly they've done their work and made it you <laughs> they know, final really fantasy so. 14 it <laughs> yeah <laughs> god yes they basically true. they basically yeah. built a good game on the out on the, the rotting corpse game, yeah. of a bad one <laughs> well this yeah, well, game it, came it, out like at a time before like there was i mean there was still early access back then but it wasn't like as yeah. rampant as it is today in the industry you know like how mm. long was freaking um oh god i can't even remember what game was in early access for years and years and years and then it just finally dropped type of thing but yeah no like that this seems like it's a a labor of love from these devs so you know yeah yeah, it's a it's a solid game i i can definitely like if this is if the open world exploration immersive you know gameplay thing is your thing like i cannot recommend it more like this is like this is the minecraftiest breath of the wildiest like you know just kind (laughs) of get out there and do whatever you want for hundreds of hours sort of game and and i i definitely will put hundreds of hours into it but it is taking attention away from two other games that i've been playing good segue um (laughs) I had two games that I wanted to play for the Halloween season. One, as I mentioned last week, was Red Dead Redemption Undead Nightmare. Mm. Um, Again, that's a game I have to play on the TV for, you know, a period of time. Usually involves staying up late, which means, Mm -hmm. you know, losing sleep or, you know, whatever. So I haven't put a whole lot of time into that. But I did finally purchase... The Shadow Man remaster on the Switch. I kept waiting and waiting and waiting <laughs> for a sale, and finally I'm like, you know what? Screw it. I love this game. Um, I really want this game, and the difference between fourteen dollars and twenty dollars for a game that I know I'll play is minimal. So I bought Shadow Man. Um, haven't played a whole lot of it again because I've been obsessing over No Man's Sky, but like. This game, this is one of those games that is remastered in a way that it looks and sounds the way I remember it and better than it actually was. Like, I can already tell that the dialogue is just absolutely crystal clear as opposed to the highly compressed, scratchy dialogue that was on the N64 because, you know, it was a cartridge. Um, Mm -hmm. Everything just sounds crystal clear. The music sounds crystal clear. Um, all of the graphics are enhanced, but not completely rebuilt. Like, it's that kind of, we're going to take what existed in the original game and just make it look better. Right. Um, what's really weird is they replaced a lot of the sound effects. Um, I don't know. I know you guys have never played it. I don't know if any of the listeners slash viewers have ever played Shadow Man, but there was like a certain sound effect that your gun made in Mm -hmm. the in the dead side and the your standard kind of like cursed uh zombie people made both of those have been completely replaced i don't know whether it's better or worse um originally the sounds that they made was very kind of like zombie monstrous it was obnoxious but it was you know like unearth otherworldly and they replace it with the sound of like a woman shrieking and screaming so it's mm, no that's less weird yeah it, it, like it's no less annoying but like it just doesn't like i don't know how how it fits i'm gonna have to put many hours in it but um from what little i've played it plays exactly like it always did with a few like modern enhancements there's check there's a checkpoint system thank god um the the maneuvering is now done with dual stick so you don't have to you know do the lock on and run around thing oh, that right. you know you always Z-targeting had to do in the n64 yeah. yeah you know yeah but yeah they it used the the zelda style z targeting which isn't quite as engaging for a shooter um sure and it does 
it has some I wish it had some more options as far as like you know like difficulty and and you know things kind of like No Man's Sky has where you can adjust those things. There are no mm-hmm. cheats built into it, so if I reach a point where I'm just getting hammered, I might then have to stop playing it, but I definitely will not finish it before Halloween because I know I didn't the last time I tried to play this for Halloween, but like mm. I cannot stop recommending this game. It was a great game on the N64 and it's a great game now. It's really one of those sleeper hits that like almost nobody played, but everybody who played it loved it. Um, yeah, I've never heard of it before until you started talking about it. Yeah, but um, so I'm I'm hopefully going to be putting some more time into that. But like I said, No Man's Sky, No Man's Sky usurped my uh, Animal Crossing time. Yeah. So yeah, <laughs> that's sure. that's saying something. I um so I was obsessively playing JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, like that fighting game that came out a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. That was all I was doing. It was just it was it was my whole life was playing that game, and it's just it's just a dumb fighting game. Like there was nothing to it. That I have barely touched it since No Man's Sky dropped. Like it's all I've been doing is playing No Man's Sky, and it feels good, Justin, to be on the same page as you for once. Because <laughs> usually we are like diametrically opposed on things, but it feels good that we can come together in our appreciation of a truly enjoyable game so sure mm. well, that's about it playing? is that it yeah i mean that's about it for me no a lot of no man's sky and a little bit of you know there's a couple of other games i think i might have done a pit cross puzzle once or twice <laughs> All right. actually i actually pit cross one so i i busted out my three my 3ds and put in um brain training and um played sudoku the other day because i just wanted to play sudoku i so long i weirdly thought about playing pushmo the other day of all things so do with that information what you will uh anyway with that said um we are done for the day for the night for the for the moment that you've been listening to this show thank you for joining us um this was uh this is fun i had a good time tonight talking about all the stuff so we'll be back again next week we'll talk about some more stuff and keep keep this gravy train a rolling bye bye Were you about to steal my outro? See you no, I was gonna do. There you go. Yeah, no, I was gonna do my my YouTube. See ya. But that just kind of went. Anyway, I... bye. <laughs> Adios.